live and in 4K. Maybe, maybe that should maybe that should be what it's called. Like, live in 4K. 4K? That doesn't. That's kind of okay. I would write <laughs> that somewhere. But it's not live. No. No, but that's. Is that the joke? Yeah. What's up, guys? Um, this is the first episode of the podcast. I don't have a name for the podcast series yet, but the title of this episode is um, "Love and Red Flags." Um, these are all the people I have in the podcast today. You guys can go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm Cameron. I'm Carly. I'm Ollie. And these are all people that are in my film class here at college. And I just thought, like, we already had this conversation before, so I thought it'd be interesting to re-record it live and in 4K for the people to hear. And if you're watching on YouTube, to see in person. So let's get into it. Let's go. get right into the video. <laughs> <laughs> Starting now. Generally going to be three topics when we do, or when I do the podcast. So the first one for today is what do you look for in a relationship? So generally, like when you're looking for a person, like what's, what's that thing, like that spark that you see in the person that you're like, dang, that, that's just, that could be my future. Do you have a side of the couch that you want to go first? Can we do no, this is like an open conversation. Open right? conversation? Well, it's interesting because I think, at least for me personally, I really don't know. Really? Because we kind of talked about how, like, it kind of came. I've just been stuck in a. I was not stuck, but I was in a relationship for such a long time. Then you come out of it. And this is kind of what we were talking about like, being in a relationship for a long time, then coming out of it. And it's like, what do I do? What do I do now? Yeah, because it's like, I think this is something we talked about where really there are times when it just becomes a routine. Yeah. Like, I've, I've mostly just been in like super intense monogamous relationships. Like I've never like dated around really. Like I kind of just like would go from like person to like really serious connection with another person. Yeah. And it can really get like that where it's like, like you, like you love them and like you care for them. But like if you actually like look at it as time goes by, it just... It stopped being anything. It's just kind of started to like... Just have it. It doesn't add anything to your life anymore. Mm -hmm. So... Now, do you think... I guess I, I don't want to like flame you, but do you think that's fully... Like, what do you think causes that? Do you think it's just the other person? Do you think oh, it's just... Oh, no. I, I think rarely in relationships is it ever like 100% anyone's fault. Like, my biggest thing in relationships is I... When I'm scared of life, I look for security in other people. And that leads me to look for people who give me the kind of like attention I think I deserve at the time. And those aren't good people, yeah. um, which is totally on me and I need to figure that out. So I yeah, mean, for sure. It is, we've definitely talked a lot about this, about how uh, in relationships, it's something that can just become a part of your life and a like a security blanket in Basically. a way, because no matter what else is going on, no matter like, how fucked up or crazy anything else is. I'm so sorry. I said, I, no, I, it's, I it's past PG-13. The warning was in the beginning. Well, when you say, when you say PG-13, usually like in film terms, you get one, you get one mm -hmm. F word. Oh, you just used, used it up. Happy International Women's Day. Yeah. I don't know. It probably rated like PG-14 or something. Then. Yeah. So we get two. We get two. Sweet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But as I was saying, that, um, a lot, at least how I view a lot of relationships is that I'm like, I don't want it to be like a scapegoat for my life. I don't want it to become something that I know I can just depend upon whenever things get tough. And I think a lot of people 
view relationships like that. That's why I haven't personally ever like been in one myself because I needed to want that, if that makes sense. I yeah. needed to want to be in a relationship, not that I felt that I had to be in one. Yeah. I guess I'll answer the question myself too. Um, me personally, when I look into relationships, I'll probably say that I look for someone that's like, I don't want to say I could build off of, but we could build together in it necessarily. Mm -hmm. So like the person already has, like, I guess for my instance, it would be her. So it would be like her stuff is already like organized, I guess, for her life. I don't want to say organized, cause, like me personally, I don't have my stuff organized either, but like. Mm -hmm. She she has her shit together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of mm -hmm. like just that she has her stuff, I got my stuff, and it's not more so mm -hmm. like one of us is depending on the other to like have that goal and then they're just kind of like pushing it up like almost like a fan base almost yeah like that type of relationship so and it's like I, even goals and i think our generation kind of is pretty good at that because i think we mm -hmm. we do a really good job at having an understanding that we all have a lot of things going on in our lives yeah. but at the same time it is attractive to look out and see another person and be like all right we live in a crazy world we live in a covid world we live in you know, we're all turning 20 and we're all going through college. Things are so questionable right now. For someone to really have that kind of strong mind, yeah. Especially just, like, sorry. Okay. No, keep talking. <laughs> I was just gonna say, especially for like for us, like we're all creatives and like, mm -hmm. you brought this up to me the other day. Like, I don't think I can be in a relationship with someone who's not in this field the next time that I'm in a serious relationship, just because like, it's, it's, I don't know, it's just, you made me really realize that, like, people won't appreciate it if they're not also doing it, Yeah, you know? it's kind of like what you just said, like, yeah. you're almost having to explain your entire life to them more so than, like, being just like, yeah, this is what I'm doing today, da 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 It's yeah. like, I'm doing this set, this thing, like, for us, there's film, so I would be probably explaining, like, this and like, what I'm doing right now, I'd have to explain all this, like, yeah, I'm about to be, like, three people over doing a whole little podcast instead of being like, yeah, we're just gonna film a podcast today, I'll be back later, something like that. Right. It's, mm -hmm. like, more so, like explaining stuff than just doing it with the person yeah. that makes sense oh i gotcha so you guys would really like i guess never but like you think it's not a good idea in your mind to i guess date someone like not in kind of that art mindset i, mean, I wouldn't say that but no, like, not I guess, it might not follow right here's, here's what i think i'd say like yeah. One of the biggest things for me and people is like passion, period. So like if I met someone who was interested in something I had, I didn't understand at yeah. all, but they loved it like completely, then like I, that'd be amazing. But I think for me, like if I could pick like ideally, I think it would be someone who like, it's like you said, like I wouldn't have to explain that part of my life to them, you know? And um, also just the idea of like being able to like know that someone else can really experience like how amazing it is to like have to make something yourself like on that same level yeah. like mm -hmm. I think that would be really cool yeah especially it, from that creative side too yeah it, I think of a lot of it does because of the passion for sure you know at least for me just whenever I mean you could be business psychology poli sci you know whatever but if you have that passion for it and you have that drive mm -hmm. yeah I think that's all that kind of matters um, I just think that it means so much more to me personally whenever like any of you guys give me feedback on my work yeah. versus like anyone else because you know I can oh, share yeah. I can I I love to like show people my work and get like their honest opinions about it even people that don't have any experience with it but it means so much more coming from you guys like because I know that you understand what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and I'm like wow this is this is different I haven't ever experienced anything like this and it I it makes me more excited and passionate to continue doing what I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, especially in a relationship too, because those people would be more, I think, 
I don't know if the correct term would be brutally honest. Like if you're more brutally honest with somebody, be like in a relationship probably. Cause like I would send stuff to you guys and you like give me honest feedback, mm -hmm. like legit feedback. But somebody that knows me and like seen like just behind the scenes what like me working on it, they'd be like, you could have done better. Da -da -da -da. Like yeah. I saw you working on that. Right. So it'd be like more almost intimate, like mm -hmm. what's it called? Feedback, I guess. Yeah. yeah, because I feel like that like really shows that someone cares about what you're making too. Because the other thing is like, it's hard to do this as a career. Like it's like, you have to be like pretty much the best at what you're doing, like to your abilities. So you do have to like trust whoever that is like even if it's yeah. someone who like doesn't like understand it technically or like doesn't feel like they think creatively like i think that it would have to be someone who i know like would have my back like that and wouldn't be like afraid of like hurting my feelings and would just want to like help me improve my work yeah because what's a red flag that you like kind of just like like just off the bat that you notice on people you just kind of like because when we were talking we were talking yeah kind of about what we look for maybe in an ideal person obviously like mm -hmm. those opinions will change yeah R right we're, for sure um, I'm only oh, 20. Yeah. we're only yeah we're figuring it out but um but yeah we talked about like red flags and what made us leave the re relationship we were in yeah i guess red flags just like mm -hmm. leave the relationship yeah. so like what's something that or just in a, in a person i was just trying to elaborate yeah. like kind so of where we, we were in the conversation both so like in the beginning like meeting somebody was a red flag that you'd be just be like nah never mind and then in the relationship was something that you're kind of like this could be leading towards the end of it i like that that's good so Mr. you want to go first <laughs> okay i uh, i can go first that's all you okay so right off the bat like i'll be honest like as i get older i'm more forgiving of red flags right off the bat because yeah, i realize sure, sure. like i just keep reminding myself that like things that I don't like in other people can be like projections of my own insecurities so I'm trying to like check myself on that but I will definitely say like something that is really unattractive to me is like I don't know just kind of like arrogance like pretending like you know about things that you don't or just like when you really obviously need to like know everything and don't have like a ton of humility that's unattractive to me because like one of my biggest things is that I know that like I'm gonna keep learning forever like yeah I have moments where I think I know everything but like mostly like no like I don't know shit about anything yeah, um, sure. so I think like right off the bat that's not great for me but like in a relationship I think it's I don't know if this is good or not but right now in my life it's like how attached you are to the fact that we're in a relationship just because like I'm like I'm 19 and something that I noticed one of the reasons I left my last relationship was because the other person like needed constant reassurance that it was gonna like be like that forever and like the whole point of being in a relationship is like being vulnerable enough to be like I don't know what's gonna happen like anything could happen with this like we don't know but like it becomes toxic when you're like so unhealthily attached to a person where like you're life is like about whether they're in it or not and i can't do just that anymore exactly like i can't do codependency anymore like we have to be it's like what you were talking about earlier like we have to be like able to build on each other like if we can't do our own thing and still like have like it's almost like a third self when it's really healthy where it's like you have your individual lives and you encourage growth but then you can kind of like be something together like that's have that nice. collaboration exactly but when it's just all about like this is our world and this is everything and it needs to be this way forever like i can't do that that's my answer and it's doesn't help it any much when you try to express those feelings i mean like hey we're 20. Mm -hmm. i don't know what the future holds for me i don't know what a year will look like 
you know, and they're like, what? And it's, and it's like, what do I do, you know? Right, it's, it's hard because it's like, it's like multiple things can exist at once. Like you can really care about someone and you can love someone and be like, yeah, like I'm in this, like I'm here and like I want to do this. But at the same time, it's like that knowledge of like, you're so young and there's so much to do yeah. that it's kind of like, at this point, I feel like there needs to be a mutual understanding that like, you know, this is going to be what it is and that has to be okay. Um, I think with codependency, it's it's very, very hard to get like your significant other or people to recognize that and that's something because it stems from their own self-worth is that mm. whenever people are codependent upon you, they don't find value in themselves and they don't have that security. And so whenever you try to like assess boundaries, you know, and they and people flip out and they're like, oh, well, like you don't love me. And like clearly all of this, that is still a form of manipulation, yeah. whether they recognize that or not. Yeah. And it's really hard to balance those out and like setting boundaries is really, really important. And having people being able to recognize that just because you aren't secure within yourself doesn't mean that it has to come at the expense of other people's well-being. Yeah, for sure. So, especially the boundaries thing. I notice that people have like a harder time like when they're in relationships to set new boundaries. Yeah. Like, it's almost like they're kind of like, it's like throwing shots at each other if you're like, I don't really think that we should make that conversation. Yeah, exactly. I notice that a lot with people, but um, yeah, just boundaries like mm -hmm. before, like when you're starting the relationship and even like during the relationship because new stuff always happens, yeah. especially if you're in a relationship for a long time. Just, just because like you have been in a relationship for a while doesn't mean that you aren't allowed to assess new forms of boundaries and I think that that's something that can be really intimidating to do so because other people kind of feel entitled that they don't have to since you two share like this connection and this relationship and so it becomes it can end up becoming really toxic because of that and so I, I kind of lost where I was going. <laughs> oh, it was really For good. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I could just go into mine. Yes. So my red flags, um, I guess while we're in the like middle relationship conversation, mine during a relationship would be kind of like that shut off point, if that makes sense. Like where they're kind of like just trying to keep like the relationship by itself and like not associate with anything and everybody. Mm -hmm. I would just never really like that portion of it, I guess. Um, so... I don't even know how to describe it. <laughs> but it's kind of just like that, like the two of us versus the world type mindset. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm one of the type of people that I'm like a really people person. So like doing this and like somebody's being able to say like, yo, I don't think that you should do the podcast with this many people like in the room, da 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 da, da Or like, we got stuff to do today, you can't be doing that, da 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 Like that cutoff point. Cause there's obviously times I like, significant other should be able to like be like yo we got to do this today like just us yeah but like if it's like every day every hour like codependent type thing then it's like that would be like my red flag point mm -hmm. especially if it's consistent too yeah because yeah. consistently isolating someone specifically your, your significant other is very dangerous to do so yeah. because you also you don't know if you're going to be with that person for the rest of your life and so whenever you get out of that after being isolated for so long you have to basically regroup completely mm -hmm. and figure and find yourself out and you know reconnect with people that you lost just because you were in this romantic relationship yeah. so. and it's just like you're just cutting off connections or even like opportunities honestly yeah. like just future like opportunities with people 
Because I know some people do that in relationships where like you can't talk to girls, you can't talk to guys, you can't talk to anybody yeah. else. Yeah. And that's just, I guess that would be like a red flag in the beginning of the relationship if somebody said that like right off the bat. Because that, that would probably cut that off right away. Yeah. And I think a lot of the things we're saying like, you know, we're all, we're all talk about like hesitancy going into relationships. And I don't think it's any, it's nothing about like looking for other people at the same time while maybe talking to someone else or kind of going into a relationship. It's always just uncertainty about life. At least yeah. that's, it, literally that's all it is. Mm -hmm. Like last relationship, you know, started bringing up conversations about moving in together and about like where she wants to go to the graduate school and stuff like that. And I'm like, and I was like, I don't know where my life's going to be in a year. I don't. I don't know where it's going in a week. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I don't know what I'm going to be doing next week. And then, you know, what if I end up living in completely a different state? You know, I don't know if I'm going to um, keep following like that. But, you know, we're kind of talking about codependency. And I think I've, I've known a lot of people that are kind of hitting this wall right now. We're at a really young age, you know, we go into high school and middle school. And it's just like, oh, my God we need i need like you know you're figuring out you're hitting puberty and that weird shit and you're like mm -hmm. you're, you're like boys girl <laughs> yeah. you know you're like crazy. oh I, I need a girlfriend oh i need a boyfriend and all this crazy stuff mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people or at least the people that i know are kind of kind of got sucked into that i did i did too i dated someone for two and a half years we broke up literally two months later started dating someone else for two years and then got out of that and now here i am i kind of took myself out of that and i'm like uh, who am I without that kind of female presence? Yeah. Who am I without that committed girlfriend or whatever, you know? Um, one, one of my friends dated someone since like sophomore, junior year, high school. And then, um, I think he, he's a junior now, but he wanted to, um, he was uncertain about moving in with her. And he brought up those concerns and it didn't work out. And so, he's kind of in the same boat where it's just like, kind of got to figure out who I am for the next good period of time. And not that it's that dramatic as need to figure out who I am. Like a whole identity crisis. Yeah, it's not that dramatic, but I can even see here and say like right now, I've learned so much about myself over the past three months. I really have. Kind of like what we were talking about earlier, just that almost like schedule program type vibe. Like you're just used to that relationship and like day to day yeah. like life. Yeah, so like in my mind, you're like, yeah. Like, I was kind of used to having, like, every other day to myself, in a weird way. And now it's, like, every day. <laughs> and I'm thriving. <laughs> no, yeah. but but that's my thought process on that. No, but that's that's real, though. Like, that... It's... I, my, I basically did the same thing. <laughs> I basically did the same thing. Like, high school, it was, like... I even started... I started... I've been doing this since middle school. But literally, like, high school, it was, like... I dated someone for a year and a half. Then someone for, like, two years. And then as soon as like uh, COVID hit or whatever, I went back to someone who I dated for a little while who I knew was bad and we dated for five months to the point where it was like, this person, first of all, this person is like four years older than me and wanted to like move in together and would freak out like any time that I was like with other people or didn't want to like stay the night or like have my own life. And the period of time, like, I know, the period of time, like since it's been over, just realizing like there's so much shit that I haven't done yet Mm -hmm. or like experience and the thought of like like I don't know like I, I if people like meet someone who like they're really serious about now and like it's natural and they're ready for it then I totally support like being as serious about it as you want but like for me now like I just feel like 
it sounds really cheesy, but I think it really sometimes like you have to have like a really instant natural feeling about it. Because I think another thing that I did is like I would want that attachment to someone so bad that I would like develop an attraction and then I would just like cling to it so hard instead of letting it like naturally occur. Like like if I really like ask myself like at the beginning of all my relationships, did I really even like want to be in a relationship? The answer is no. So I kind of believe what people say when it's like it'll just like hit you when you're not looking for it. Because I feel like if you're looking for it, you're like putting something onto it that's not really there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think so. <laughs> but, um, I'm trying to think. It was deal breakers, right? Red flags? Mm, red flags. Red flags. Yeah. Flags. <laughs> I forgot <Okay>. the topic. <laughs> um, but I would say one uh, red flag for me especially is... Oh my god, I just forgot it. <laughs> can't, okay. can't say... Can't drop another fucking... No, I didn't. We're <laughs> <laughs> just gonna bleep everything out of the <laughs> Oh, here, as a warm-up, maybe you can think of a red flag. What's like an ick? What's like when you start to like someone and then like they'll do something or that'll just make you go like, actually, no. Um, someone with, that doesn't have any form of basic empathy. Oh, that's, that's good. Really? (laughs) That's just like an ick for me personally because I believe that it's really important to be empathetic. And I think that it's really important that we recognize that we all are again, complex individuals that are going through our own issues. I'm not gonna cuss there. Um, and you can cuss Carly. <laughs> this no, entire episode, Carly like, oh, fuck, oh, wait. <laughs> We're like at PG-16 now. PG-18, rated yeah. R. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but um, that's something that is really important for me, especially. Um, so I guess, technically, it's kind of like my first deal breaker that I notice within people. Um, also, people who aren't willing to explore new things mm. that are just, they're like, well, I've already done whatever I needed to. And like, they're like, I have a path like set for me and I'm not gonna change that at all. And I, I like that concept of like, the you know what vision, you wanna do. Like that tunnel vision mindset where exactly. they know exactly where they're going. Mm-hmm. And it's like, their own version of like happiness for something that they've already set out for themselves, like whenever they were children. Like I had no anticipation that I was going to be in this specific field and it's honestly because I didn't have like a lot of confidence in myself but I was able to recognize that that I at least have to fucking try mm-hmm. and so in order to fail yeah exactly and if I do oh well I'll just regroup <laughs> I'll just yeah, yeah. learn exactly because it's like it, it everything will work out and like that's the scary thing this is the most important time to learn this is the most important time to mess up yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Um, That's life lessons, kids. There you go. Yeah. This big podcast is a life lesson. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I actually do have a crazy little story. It has to do with the topic, though. Hmm. This guy at my work, he says he's 60 years old, and he has five kids, but he's been married four times. But here's the kicker. None of the wives that he had are mothers of his five children. What? Isn't that crazy? Dang. That sounds really interesting. He is that's an interesting backstory. Right? Wait, Cam, where do you work? I work at a fairway (laughs) meat (laughs) market. It's not a life decision. It's I'm not tunnel visioning down fairway. (laughs) Just for now. It feeds me. Mm -hmm. At least you found a mentor. Yeah. Yeah. You found a mentor. Mm. 
Has, how long has he been working there for? Do you know? Uh, how many kids? He's... <laughs> <laughs> I think he lived in Beverly Hills for a majority of his life. Wow. That's so cool. Oh yeah. my god. That's a movie in the making. <laughs> yeah, and then he... I guess is... Yeah, I, I don't even know what brought him here, but... <clears throat> he's a crazy guy. Really it's interesting. Wild. It's but, like a wild time. But him telling me that really was like, oh my god, I need to find the one. You know? <laughs> Why was or that your like, reaction? Because <laughs> <Okay, laughs> it's so scary. It's just like, I don't want to be that mess, you know? I, oh, yeah. Where it's like, I'm so, I'm that, really scared that's to. That's like almost 10 different people. Yeah. It's like, I'm scared to marry someone and then something happens, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know it. I know what divorce is like. I don't want to do it to my kids. So I think it's super sh- There we go. For real. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to do it to my kids. So I think finding the perfect person is going to be kind of stressful. I mean, do they have to be the perfect person though? <laughs> um, Just put camera on the spot. <laughs> do they, what do you mean? Do they have to check all your boxes or like what do you Well, I think I, I think in my mind I'll just know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not like checking off certain boxes of like what a perfect person is, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think you just know when you know. Yeah, I agree. I hope you would. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> but and it's crazy too, because it's like we're hitting the next. Not you guys, but me. I'm oh. 20. This next decade of my life, like, am I gonna find? Am I gonna find that person? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Within this decade, crazy. It's pretty wild. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? Mm-hmm. I was just going to say that I think that, I don't know if it's necessarily you have to fixate on finding the perfect person, more in the relationship that you want, and like the future that you want for yourself. No, yeah, I, I use perfect person very, yeah. like, loosely. I'm not saying, like, no, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not like, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Like a build a bear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, it, yeah, it's very much just like, yeah. the like perfect relationship. It's just like I know mm-hmm. I'm happy and I can sustain this relationship for the rest of my life. Right. Like you're just content with life as yeah. it is with that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I've heard of like like people talking about soulmates and I've like like I actually dug into it and people were talking about it's called a twin flame. It's like oh. the exact like it's like yeah it's like it's like a person that's like I don't want to say exactly like you but like you're almost like like in mm. sync with each other yeah like it's like weirdly like well do you think it's better to date someone who's really similar to yourself mm. or do you think it's can that's what I was, yeah yeah you can okay i have a good answer for this one because i have dated people who have been extremely similar to me and people who have been really opposite and honestly i think that it kind of it kind of doesn't matter like it sort of goes back to what you're saying about how you just know i think that it's not good to romanticize either one like i don't think that you should be looking for someone who is like exactly like you or don't give into that whole like opposites attract thing and try to like force something with someone where like maybe the chemistry is only kind of because you're like we don't really fit sure and that that's like cool and dangerous yeah. i would say that it's like there has to be balance because what i would rather do i'd rather be with someone who i know is like I'd rather be with someone who I know, like, is invested in the fact that I'm a whole complex person. Like, I've been a ton of different people in my life. Like, not a year has gone by when I haven't, like, like, if I think about who I was 
like at this time last year completely different than who i am now so i think what's more important is that you find someone who like will evolve with you like maybe you yeah. start out really similar and then like as your connection develops like your interests become like more differentiated but you don't grow farther apart because yeah. like you still have that deep understanding with one another but like the last thing that i would want to do to anyone at this point in my life is like think that i know who anyone is that i would be with because it's like sure. i'm more here for the experience of a person does that make any sense it sounds so hippie i'm no, sorry no, but I agree. like the whole audience is just like wow <laughs> <laughs> I think that both of us can really relate on people just projecting onto us oh. that we're like simply a canvas and they're like, oh, you look like my ideal girlfriend. You look like my ideal person. Um, I don't really know anything about you, nor do I really care, but I'm just going to project all of what I want onto you. And that's something that I see a lot like uh, within relationships with people that genuinely like have been together for a while and so like that love at first sight type thing exactly and like the thing is is that they end up having so many issues out of it because it's not what they pictured and they're like i don't understand like they'll get into a fight and you know they'll be like i don't understand why this person is acting the way that they do and i'm like well that's just i mean <laughs> it's it's just them and like also like you know so much information about them but like you're not taking it into account that they're a whole other person who doesn't react the same way that you do to things and that like they have their own separate feelings um and so it just comes down to like lack of understanding that other people exist sometimes mm -hmm. and people change and yeah people change. and people genuinely change and that's i don't know it's crazy it's kind of okay it's kind it's of kind of normal it's kind of healthy yeah <laughs> question mark? I, don't, I don't think so <laughs> i don't <laughs> never mind actually yeah i no. think it is kind of cool how smart we seem to be on this topic you know and like in a way we have our idea and we have like a vision of what we want and what makes us happy but then you can look at the 60 year old guy you know who's had so many insane experiences you mm -hmm. know and it's like oh my god what you know what is the future like yeah you know? probably not the best role model but at the same <laughs> time i would take some genuine life advice from that guy right because it's like yeah. Oh my god, he has 40 more years of experience like, than I Because the other thing is, you know he didn't like wake up one morning and be like, Hey, you know what I would really like to happen in my life? I'd like to have all these kids with people I'm not married to and work at Fairway Meat Market. Like, anything <laughs> can happen. Like, it mm -hmm. doesn't... Mm -hmm. That's the other thing. I think it's like, people are age sometimes, like, it's hard for me because like, I am a romantic and it's hard for me to not like, take like, feelings I have for people seriously or like, relationships seriously. But the other thing, it's like... At the end of the day, like literally anything could happen. Like no one planned on going to college during the pandemic. Yeah, we didn't plan yeah. on that. Um, so it's like I don't know. I just feel like everything would be better for people our age if we all just kind of like relaxed a little bit. And that doesn't mean not like feel hard and like take things seriously and like pursue people and like be in love. But I think also just like not getting so attached to the idea of like a future that we can't control. Really well said. Thank Good you. shit. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna love this. <laughs> yeah. The way to end the podcast would be um, for the final question. What would you want your end goal to be in a relationship? Like that end moment, like your final moment. Like if that was like the last day with that person, like you're like in your like old age, like gray hair, chilling. Like what? what like, oh, like what, we're dying. Yeah. Oh my what, god. What's that picture? Know. Like what? What do you want to be at? Like where do you like want to be at? Like with your family? family like the significant other like where do you want to be what i don't know <laughs> i probably want to cook them dinner 
And then we just, like, die together. Um, <laughs> Maybe not dead, but, like, when you're old, you're, like, like old I age. I mean, eventually, I, that's exactly what I want to do. I want to cook them food. And then, have a nice night. And then we die. Baby. Um, is it really cheesy if I have like a real answer for this? Is that bad? Um, I don't know. I can't. I can't think that far into anything ever, and I don't know anything. But one thing that I think would be like really nice is like, I don't know. I, like one of my love language things is like I love giving gifts. So I think like. Cause it's it's like unlike if, okay if we're talking about like death though it's like unlikely that it would be like both at the same time so like if i'm in a situation where like it's like my significant others like last like day mm -hmm. this is getting real morbid i'm sorry but i promise this is gonna be really sad way to no, end no, this episode i'm I sorry promise. guys i would just like i would want it to be like an ultimate like i want to like figure out what like the best gift to like give them would be whether it's like an experience or like it's just like a moment like Okay, y'all have, yeah, have seen Moonlight, right? Yeah. My favorite part of that movie is like when it's like they're like in the restaurant at the end and he like plays that song on the jukebox. Like I want some shit like that where it's like it's like perfectly like encapsulated and it like couldn't have happened like with any other two people or if we hadn't like known each other for that long in that exact way. Wow, I sound insane. Anyways, no, no, that's uh, yeah, that's a good bad <laughs> I guess I can reiterate mine so I don't say I don't know, but <laughs> I hope because I'm super hyped to be a dad. I think I'm gonna be a great dad, so I hope to. I guess in my old age, I hope I have like three kids who do great in life, and then I'm probably still working on a film in my old age, and I got my wife who's super hyped. For the red right carpet. <laughs> for the right carpet, sure. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. That's it. Nice. <laughs> Carly, did you go? Yeah, I said that I wanted to cook oh, my yeah. significant other dinner. Just and, down, down. You know, oh. What are you making me? Oh, what am I? Okay, I'll probably I want make hotcakes a... from McDonald's. Well, that's, I'll make them for you, I guess. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I make you a nice ass meal. I put a little candle on the table. We would dance at the end of it. We would dance. And then we would both die together. Cute. Neo, what's your answer? Um, it's not that romantic, I guess. Um, I don't know. Kind of similar to camera. It's kind of like that family atmosphere where I'm just kind of like, we're just like Christmas dinner type vibes. So all the kids are there, family. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just a boring answer, but yeah. No, no but it's a boring answer, but it's gonna be the craziest feeling in the world when it happens. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah. Really I mean, they will have hotcakes on the table, too. So oh, this is gonna be my family. Absolutely. With candles. My kids don't serve me hotcakes for my last meal. <laughs> I would say something so rude to them. <laughs>